Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Does God care? Is God going to punish you if you do bad things? Are you needing to follow some set of rules that are going to uh, allow this being that to somehow give you favor so that you can then be more comfortable in the future? Uh, these are questions that I like to put to the test on a regular basis. This is the last of my series that I'm going to do on Enlightened Perspectives, at least this time around. And I'm looking forward to talking to you a little more about what the Enlightened Perspective is about God. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to Enlightened Perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. Now, we've been talking about Enlightened Perspectives for a good, I don't know, 19 uh, videos or daily enlightenments in a row now. And the Enlightened Perspectives come at the third phase of a four-step process that I call the Rapid Enlightenment Process. So the first part is you got to see the drunk monkey as an automatic thinking machine. It's like a GPS. It's giving you information, but the information that's giving you is always about survival. So your heart says go straight, but the thinking says go right. And you are or have been in the habit of following your thinking and it leads to less happiness, peace, flow, joy, certainty, confidence, love, etc. Now, what makes the drunk monkey talk is step two, which is to recognize that you have hidden motives to survive. Greed, grudge, hatred, victim, illogical rules, humble, traitor, resistance, pride, lazy. These things in general get the mind talking and moving in the direction of survival, hidden motives to survive. Now, once you work on those two things, the next thing to do is to start to connect with enlightened perspectives. That's what we're doing now. Enlightened perspectives are simply ideas or thoughts that are unprovable. They're dogmatic, meaning um, some other authority said it and then we took it as true. So they're unprovable, they're dogmatic, but here's the difference. They imply that all is well. And uh, my whole deal is if you're going to believe things, you might as well believe things that empower you and strengthen you. And you want to believe things that imply that all is well. Anything that implies you're broken, you're fixed, you aren't good enough, you need to um, get better, you need to ascend. Anything that applies that, that you're, you're in progress and you're, you're almost there, anything that implies that actually degrades you. It actually physiologically causes your system to get weakened. And we test that through muscle testing. So all the all of the enlightened perspectives are simply perspectives that strengthen you. Then once you do all that, I guess we're going to have to do a series on contextualization soon. You have to practice a skill called recontextualization. And recontextualization is the skill of describing the conditions and circumstances in a way that bring or create an empowering reality for you. Let's just say it in this way, that recontextualization statements strengthen you and they imply that all is well. So they're different than the enlightened perspectives because the enlightened perspectives are sort of these dogmatic things that are um, maybe religious or spiritual in nature and we're confirming, do they actually strengthen you? Whereas recontextualization might be the, what you think about your mom, that kind of thing. So using those four steps, you can, without meditation, get your mind to go quiet and enter into a pervasive state of oneness. Now, this is some hard-won wisdom on my part that I am hoping to share with you in a way that gets you to get there quickly. And when I say quickly, gosh, if it took 18 months or two years for you to get to a place where you were experiencing a quiet mind on a regular basis, hot damn, that would be good. 
in the Buddhist or Hindu traditions, they might think that you could take multiple lifetimes to get there. And uh, by the way, that tests strong. Uh, so this is a this is a rapid enlightenment process. So we're dealing with the enlightened perspectives. Let's talk about them. This is our last video. And so we're going all in. We're going to go all in on God. Here's the first one. And that is that God is all that is. That tests strong with test with muscle testing. Uh, if you try to declare God as something other than everything, it weakens your system. So that doesn't make it true or false. That just means some ideas strengthen and bring fortitude and other ideas weaken and bring, um, uh, you know, a, a compensation or a reaction, right? When you're weak, you have to compensate. And the compensation that we're actually working on on overcoming is the compensation of mind chatter. That's a compensation. That's your body being in a survival state. Here's another one. I want you to just live by this. And that's the game that we're playing is that you're going to practice living by these things as an experiment. You're going to be a scientist and you're going to see what happens. So the next one is God cares. This tests weak. And the corollary, God does not care, tests strong. So caring itself implies that there's a good, bad, right or wrong. It, it implies that God is this separate thing that has an opinion or a perspective, and that would then preclude this separate thing from being everything. Because if it's everything, then there is no, then all things are it. Good, bad, right, wrong, up, down, back, you know, everything, the entire thing. So it's kind of like this. The, the implication that God cares implies that there's some arbitrary measurement. Who made up the measurement? Some human did. So it was filtered through some human's perspective. Our goal is to rise out of that because the, the moment you think that God cares, you assign more value to one thing over another and the assignment itself is arbitrary. And oftentimes the assignment is um, elusive in that it, it's hiding that it's about survival. And that'll make your mind talk. Number three, God cannot be offended. So if we test God can be offended, it goes weak. God is offended, that goes weak on your arm. If we test that God cannot be offended, that goes strong. What would God be offended by? That's like an electron, right? It's like an, an electron being offended. The, the potential for everything and anything cannot be offended by what it is, right? It's the potential potentiating. And essentially, God is an omnipresent background field of energy and information. That tests strong. That It tests strong that God is the, the quantum field, essentially. That's what the seers of the past had been seeing, is that there is this background field of energy and information. And inside the energy and information, there has been this thing, this... Um, uh, self-organization, something has been coming together. We're, as science now, we're seeing, oh, there's quarks and protons and up quarks and down quarks, blah, 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 right? I'm not a scientist, but you get the picture. There's like, I think 17 things. Uh, I think I get that wrong sometimes, it's 17 or 12, but, you know, roll with me here. Um, 17 things that that appear, come together, and those things then create the subatomic world. The subatomic world then self-organizes all the way up into what we are. 
So for God to be offended, it would be like God is this separate um, sort of dumb person who can't handle what it's creating, right? Of course, that's absurd. God is so retarded that God can't handle the thing that it is or that what it's creating. Come on. Number four, all things good and all things bad are God. This tests strong. So let's just do a sequence on that. For example, the Christians have a, a declaration they call something Satan. And when we test that Satan is God, it tests strong. When we test that evil is God, it tests strong. When we test that acid is God, it tests strong. Radioactive material is God, it tests strong. Cancer is God, strong. War is God, strong. Everything tests strong as God. You are God, that tests strong. God is a background field of energy and information that all things are an expression of, that tests strong. Your friends are God, your enemies are God, the government leaders are God. All human beings, good and evil, throughout history are God. These all test strong. It's all God all the time. That tests strong. God is the entire spectrum of existence that tests strong. So it gives you the capability of going, <sighs> all the contrasting and opposing forces that are creating the reality that we're living is, an, in essence, what we call God. There's no one judging you. You're not being judged. You're not being punished. None of those things are actually occurring. All those things are occurring in the mind. And the truth is, judgment itself, the idea of judgment, is a spectacularly amazing survival strategy. The only problem is, you're not in a survival situation. So do what feels good. Do what you enjoy. Do what makes you happy. And release doing things that make you guilty, uneasy, agitated, annoyed, doubtful, uncertain. Release those things. You do those things because you are afraid of some consequence. That's a survival state. Doing things that bring you joy and peace and love and happiness for just right before I was recording this Daily Enlightenment. I just went into my room and just closed my eyes and took a little, little bit of a nap. And that's something that a lot of people are like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I have too much to do, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's really important for you to just take time to do what feels good to you. That's the objective of the enlightened perspectives. So what happens when you begin to live from these enlightened perspectives? How does it change your response how does it change your, the way that you view, your, view the world and the people in it and view yourself? I want to know. I want to understand what your perspective is. This is our last of the enlightened perspectives that we're going to talk about. And I want to understand your perspective. Can you leave me a comment, please? My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And it would mean a lot if you would like this video if you would share it with the people who are important to you in your life, and if you would also leave me a comment. You can subscribe to my channel. I put out a new Daily Enlightenment on a regular basis. You can find us on Facebook. We have a, uh, a vibrant group over there called Spiritual Hooligans. And lastly, thank you so much for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment. Mm -hmm.